Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. Now, here's a story you're going to love, my friend. This woman in New York State was driving erratically in a Walmart. Cops were called. They picked her up. She was charged with DUI. You know what she was drinking, Thomas? She was driving in a parking lot. Yes. In the Walmart. Yes. Because you said she was driving in a Walmart. <laughs> she was. Now that would have been a story. Maybe I'm having what she was having. She was drinking. I didn't know this had this much alcohol in it. She was drinking vanilla extract. She had bottles of vanilla, little bottles of vanilla extract all over her front seat. Did you know there's that much alcohol in vanilla extract? I put some in my pancakes over the weekend, and I was feeling a little tipsy. Now I know why, right? Nobody likes a cheap drunk, do we? No, that's really cheap. Actually, vanilla extract is more expensive than your most expensive, maybe Opus One bottle of wine. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's very expensive. Did you know that? A little half ounce. This is crazy. Vanilla is really, in fact, a lot of ice cream places have stopped using vanilla beans because they're becoming extinct, just kind of like coffee beans. Did right. you know that? There's a shortage that. of vanilla. That's another subject for another day. But So she's driving around crazy, and she gets drunk off vanilla extract. That is an expensive drunk. Some people just can't hold their vanilla. You know that. That's right. You know, they tried the breathalyzer on her, but the, the machine went bananas. <laughs> the bananas. It's like the machine was having a Bananas Foster Brooks moment. Of course, our millennials won't remember him. <sighs> the cop said it wasn't that bad giving her the test because her breast smelled like cookies. How about that? That's somebody I want to kiss repeatedly. She was remained in custard for a 24-hour before. <laughs> <laughs> I got a million of them. Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> yeah, here. they are. Drinking a vanilla extract. I didn't know there was alcohol. How did, when do they put alcohol in vanilla? I think you have to sniff it. Actually. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, brother. All right. Well, that's that's what I want to tell you about so that one. I want to hear a story about somebody getting drunk driving inside of a Walmart, but not a car, actually, because that might hurt somebody. You know, one of those crazy handicap carts. Right? I bet that would happen. That would be fun. Tom and Mike. You and Karen are about the same age, right? She's a couple of years younger than me. Right. Same with Claire. Claire's two years younger She's than me. She's not quite a millennial yet. Right. Neither is Claire. But <laughs> that's why we can't really involve them in the show too much. They're too young. They're too young to even get this stuff. That's right. But Cosmopolitan did an article on the pros and cons of women marrying older men. Can you imagine? Can you kind of come up with some of the pros and cons? Or do I have to tell you? Well, you're going to get all the money. Chances are, you know, they're going to pass on before you do. You're going to get an incredible inheritance, right? If he did well. And he's got good insurance, right? That's one advantage. They're financially stable. They don't play games. Chances are an older man is husky or like has a dad bod. So they're more comfortable when you snuggle. How about that? You ever think of that? They kind of like those love handles. That's good for you. Wait, what did you mean by that? (laughs) Dude, I'm schvelt. They have their own friends, job, hobbies. So they're not all over you. They're over getting jealous. And you can grow a beard that doesn't have patch marks in it. How about that? Here are the cons. They could have kids. He may not be in the best of shape. He might not get along with your friends. He might want to settle down and could be controlling and uh, things like that. How about that? How about that? (laughs) So young ladies, make sure you're looking at those older guys. Of course, you and I wouldn't qualify. There's actually a formula for a woman for dating an older man. You're supposed to take your current age, 
divide by two, add seven, look at their bank account, and if it's over seven figures, you're in there. I like it. I don't. <laughs> you sound awfully mellow today, Mike. I am. I haven't had my coffee and I haven't had my younger woman. <laughs> that would be your current woman, right? Right. Okay, just, just checking. I think you need a little testosterone or caffeine infusion. We also need a break for people to go to our website if they ever want to. Is what's this world coming to dot com to get all this hilarity. What do you mean if they ever want to? Of course they want to. Uh, okay. They're pining. No. They're I, pining, sir. No. What's this world coming to dot com? Don't sell us short. Tom and Mike. You're always the most topical person I know. You're you're caught up in all the news. So I'm gonna read you a bunch of stories. All so, the news that is the news. Fake news or not. You know, we have a little bit of a production number for that. Hit it. It's time for fake news, not fake news. These are headlines from the news or from the onion. And you have to tell me which is true or which is made up. Okay. I got to start reading the onion more. Here we go. Start off. Number one. I like to win my contest. (laughs) Amazon makes a vest for their warehouse workers that tells robots a human is nearby to avoid collisions. Is that true or false? That sounds like a great idea. I'm going to say true. You are correct, sir. Good for you. One okay. for one. One for one. President Trump wants to ask A's to see if they could get him a replica Nobel Peace Prize to display on his desk. Oh, yes. I definitely believe that. <laughs> that is false. No. Yes. Oh, come on. That was a trick question. <laughs> Here's one. A mortician in Ukraine always keeps a hammer at his table side just in case one comes back to life. True or false? Well, there's probably a mortician out there somewhere that <laughs> does that. So I'm going to say true. False. Oh, come on. There's got to be somebody out there. All right, here we go. Another one. Redeem yourself. You're, you're uh, one for three. New research shows mice, just like humans, will fall asleep faster when gently rocked to sleep. True. You are correct. Okay. How do you know that? Well, I know that little animals are little doggies. We sometimes rocked into sleep. <laughs> All right, here we go. A 65-year-old Pennsylvania man says emotional support alligator helps his depression. An emotional support alligator. For a 65-year-old Pennsylvania man, alligator. How could you make that up? Or how could there be an alligator in Pennsylvania? That's what you have to ask yourself. True. But is it true or false? I'm going to say true. You are correct, sir. Wow. See, let me tell you how I knew that. Huh? You were trying to discourage. That's what I was. You see, you can't do that. That means I'm on to you. (laughs) Here we go. A man in Santa Monica, parallel parks, trying just to leave enough space between the cars to infuriate other drivers so they just give up. So he looks for parking spaces that he puts his car in there so there's just not enough room for people to come. True. That is false. Oh, (laughs) That sounds like me. They did a survey, and the majority of millennials regret wasting money on college after failing to secure a perfect dream job by age 26. True. False. (laughs) They give up easily. Yes, they do. Researchers. I gave up easily, actually. (laughs) Yes, you did. Researchers actually studied how to survive on Game of Thrones, exploring your favorite character's chances of living through the end of the show. True. You are correct. All right, two more. FEMA recommends everyone have a go bag packed in case you have to flee your home in moments notice. A go bag. A go bag to get the hell out of Dodge. I guess that depends on where you live, right? Yeah. Well, doesn't say that. It's just FEMA recommends everyone 
have a go bag. Let's go with CC, senor. <laughs> that is fake. Fake! And the last one, at least I hope you end on a good note. A family was booted off an American Airlines flight because bad body odor from every, every one of them. True or false? Kicked off for B.O. False. True. True! Oh, buddy, I'm going to try this game. Oh, not my best game, okay? Not not your best game. Oh, boy. Tom and Mike. Now, we've talked about this before. You and I both don't have tattoos, do we? No, we don't. We are tatless. I had an article that said in Men's Health that, you know, that half of all Americans have tattoos that are 18 to 29. That's the generation that has the most. 18 to 29 have 49% of tattoos. Gen X is 36 to 50, only 36%. 70 years old, only 10%. So that's the breakdown. So people that are 18 to 29 are getting all the tattoos. Actually, one in five Americans has a tattoo. One in five, but mostly below 40. Right. And the regret in getting a tattoo has gone up from 14% in 2012 to 23% right now. So it's going up that you regret it. And you know what the best advice to getting a tattoo is, don't you? What? Go to a tattoo parlor that has spell check. That's very important. There's real cons about getting a tattoo. You can imagine what they are. Skin cancer, hepatitis C increase. Take a guess when the first tattoo parlor in the United States popped up and what year it was. 1906. 1870, the Big Apple. And psychologists did a study and found out that there's three main characteristics of people that get tattoos. Number one, you're extroverted. Number two, you seek experiences. And number three, Something you are, you're very unique. That's the three things. Well, I'm all three of those things, but I never had a desire. What's up with that? I don't know. You're a strange bird. What country do you think has the most tattoos? People. The USA? Nope. Italy. Sweden is third or second. The United States is third, and they also have the most tattoos. You know, tattoos, let's face it. It's like eating a potato chip. You just can't have one, can you? Especially if you're an NBA player. What's the country that has the least tattoos? China. No. Think about it. Russia. No, Israel. Israel. Yeah, that's against their religion. I see. But uh, here's a misnomer about tattoos. You know those teardrops you see guys in prisons have? Right. A lot of people think that's from many people they killed. Wrong. It's crying of romantic novels. Yes. (laughs) Hey, I got something for you. What's that? And I was actually thinking about you this morning. I was reading an article about the anniversary of Auschwitz. Right. And I know that you're Polish. Right. Have you ever had any desire to go to Poland? And we, see, I've gone to Poland. You've seen Auschwitz? No, we went to Krakow. We actually were going to uh, Prague, and there was some weird ticket thing where we could fly to Krakow first and back to Prague without any added expense. So we went you, to Krakow. And I think there's a one, but I have no, no, that kind of stuff is too depressing for me. I mean, I cried like a baby when I went to Normandy. And- yeah, it's depressing, but... Have you ever gone to the Holocaust Museum in Washington? No, but I went to a couple of Holocaust. Yes, it's very depressing, but it's so interesting. And it's something that I feel like we all kind of need to know and be reminded of. So I think it's a good thing. I haven't seen Schindler's List because of that. I don't want to see that. It's weird, though. I will watch that stuff on the American History Channel, whatever it is, where they show you with the Nazis and how brutal they were. Some of these movies can really yeah. reach down deep and make you so empathetic about the entire human condition that yep. I think it's good to be reminded of those kind of things. I mean, I had the same kind of reaction to that movie, Black Klansman, right. the Spike Lee movie, where I just cried like a baby at the end. I had the same feeling about Schindler's List. When you see people, innocent people, just 
tortured and hurt so badly. And, and then you realize that hate is still out there. We really haven't come that far. No. Actually, we're going backwards, if you ask me. Well, on that note, and that's a depressing note, we don't want to be depressing. We're supposed to be fun. Fun, fun. That's fun. why we want to point you in the direction <laughs> of the fun place, which is what's what? This, what's this world coming to.com? It's our daily podcast. It is fun, unlike us. I don't know where you're at, man, but you're bringing me down. Tom and Mike. You know, there's a Hindu cult in India that believes there's a certain liquid that you should drink that not only can cure cancer, but heals all kinds of problems in your body. You know what that liquid is? A strange liquid. Blood? Well, no, but it's close. These Indian Hindus, they drink the urine from cows and they swear by it. You know, if somebody told me, hey, young Thomas, you have the C word. (laughs) And they said, okay, here are your choices. We think we might be able to cure you with chemotherapy. We think radiation might work, but we're 100% certain that this delicious cow urine, (laughs) baby, I'd be drinking that stuff all day long, you know? Less filling tastes terrible. (laughs) You know what the most common conversation between Hindus after they drink this? Tic Tac, sir. (laughs) Oh, it sounds like a Pepsi, old Pepsi jingle. Come alive. You're in the Pepsi generation. You're in. Uh Uh-huh. You got a million of them, I bet, don't you? And you can't beat freshly squeezed, can you? Oh, my. You know, the most disgusting thing that I ever put in my mouth had something to do with a cow. Did they really? Yeah. It was years ago. I was in Texas. I was at a great steakhouse. I was having dinner with a buddy of mine, and he said, hey, I ordered uh, an appetizer I want you to try. And so they come out, and they look like scallops, right? Right. He's, like, loving them. He goes, try it. It's called Rocky Mountain Oysters, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? No. Cow testicle. Oh. Yeah, they, I'm they, not kidding. They taste like chicken? No. It tastes like something horrible, like bitter. I'm like, ugh, this is awful. He's like, no, this is a delicacy here. I said, what kind of seafood is this, Rocky <laughs> Mountain Oysters? And then he told me, and then I started spitting into my napkin, right? Well, the first clue is you were in Colorado, right? No, this is Texas. Oh. It was actually in the stockyards in Fort Worth right? where they bring in all the cattle, you know, and slaughter them. Now, that's a good place to get a steak Yeah, if you're a meat eater, right? Yeah. But please, no Rocky Mountain oysters. And by the way, listeners, John Q and Mary M. Radio Public, if you're ever offered Rocky Mountain oysters, do the Nancy Reagan. Just say no. And if you ever go to India... Never order a lemonade, right? Correct. There you go. Tom and Mike. A Connecticut legislator introduced a bill that would allow cyclists to ride between cars. Are you talking about bicyclists? No, no, motorcyclists. Oh. It's called lane splitting. You know, like when you're in a going down the highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. That seems like a really bad idea. You're damn right it does. 18-wheelers will be swatting these babies like thugs, <laughs> right? Really? <laughs> like gnats. Like gnats at the picnic. Yeah. Do you really want to ride that close to some ass texting while he's driving a Suburban? Come on. No, I don't think so. You know, the only people like this are EMTs, hospitals, therapists, and funeral houses. That's all. I think they have a population issue in Connecticut is what I think. 
Bikers are the only people who truly understand why dogs stick their heads out the car windows. That's what they tell you. They love that breeze on their face. What was the best motorcycle movie ever? Do you ever know? Best motorcycle movie ever. How about that Tom Laughlin classic, Born Losers? No. Come on. It's easy. Now, oh, let... Easy Rider? There you go, buddy. Oh. I remember I went with a buddy of mine. I don't know if you remember how the ending ended, but we just sat in our chairs while everybody left the movie theater. We were so upset. Easy Rider? Yeah. Remember how it ended? No. Don't tell us. Somebody out there is listening and they're going to go and stream it, or they were, until you were the spoiler. Well, what, what, what year? That was probably what, in the 70s? Easy Rider? I think that was the late 60s. I wasn't even a thought yet. Right. I snuck in as an, you know, I got in for under 12. But, uh, well, you really are old. I am. <laughs> it was a first run movie when you saw it. You saw it at the uh, movie house. Yeah. You saw it back in the silent movie days, right? Peter Fonda. Whatever happened to him? What was the other guy? Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. He was a great actor. Great actor. And seems like he just went too soon. You know? He did. They all do. All the good ones die young, don't they? And all the bad ones live. They live, they live, they live. You know, you might be on to the next Billy Joel sequel to Only the Good Die Young there. You know who lives out in the world of the World Wide Web? That would be yours truly, Tom and Mike, at What's This World, coming to .com. It's our daily podcast. Make it your favorite. We'd appreciate it.